Welcome into another episode of Big A's Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and in this episode, we will be doing a Packers-Bears from Lambeau Field preview on Sunday Night Football. The game will go off at about 7.20 um, on NBC, and uh should be a good game uh, between these two teams. I mean, Packers, obviously, first in the... NFC North, the Bears, uh, they're not having a very good year, but I mean, this is a robbery game, and when two rivals match up with each other, it's probably going to be a close game. Uh, more times than not in the past, uh, the the games have been close um, between these two teams. The Packers have had the the better overall record against the Bears um, in recent years and ever since Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, uh, maybe dating back to Bart Starr too, uh, are quarterbacking the Packers more times than not the Packers win those games. Um, And they've even had a few playoff matchups too in the past um, as well. So the Bears also though have before the Packers have had those those really good quarterbacks um, back years ago. Um, the Bears have had success against the Packers too, uh, and, it, and it wasn't just until recently that the uh, within the last several years that the Packers have kind of um, cha- changed that around uh, to, to where where they have more success. So. I mean, this is the longest rivalry in sports, and um, as far as for sure the NFL, and I believe sports too, maybe. Um, but it's it's basically just a rivalry between these two teams. It should be a good one on Sunday Night Football, and the Bears are four and eight, Packers nine and three, Bears third in the division. I mentioned before the Packers first in the, in the division, so. The first matchup Packers were able to win against the Bears. Um, we'll briefly touch on that um, coming up, but I wanted to talk about this stat I saw that kind of talks about the or encapsulates the Packers' success against the Bears the last several years with with all with their great quarterbacks that they've had, and this comes from PackersHistory.com. And it says, in honor of Bears Week, here's a fun fact. If you want to, if you went back and handed the Bears a 7 nothing lead before every every Packers-Bears game matchup in the combined Brett Favre-Aaron Rodgers era, 60 games dating back to 1992, the Packers would still have outscored the Bears head-to-head in the era. That is incredible. I mean... I saw that and I was like, holy, holy cow, you know, this is something where Packers have had really good quarterback play the last several years with Favre, Rodgers, and back with Bart Starr. So that is a that is a information stat coming from PackersHistory.com. Again, um, that's the source of that stat. So thank you to them for putting that out there um, and letting people see it. And it's just crazy how, how successful the Packers have been against the Bears. So I guess kind of going off that point, um, I'll bring the guest in for another episode of Big A Sports Show, Mark. And, um, and Mark, kind of give your thoughts on just 
that that overall, I guess, stat that just of Rodgers, Favre having that much success against the Bears, and it it hasn't all been one one sided where it's like, oh, the Packers win every game. No, they don't win every game. The Bears win some games, but the Packers have won more than the Bears. So, kind of, what are your thoughts on that, Mark? Yes, so uh, that is a crazy stat. Um, it just goes to show you how good Packer fans have had it versus Bear fans, and the Bears have went through a lot of bad teams, a lot of bad quarterbacks, a lot of head coaching regimes in the last 30 years, and we've been very fortunate. So that is it is crazy. And another thing, too, Adam, I was looking – so uh, the the last time they're talking about you know kind of the, the difference between the offenses right between the Packers and the Bears. Yep. Um, just talking about that. So the last time that the Bears have scored thirty points or more against the Packers was two thousand seven, almost fourteen years ago. Okay. And I'm just looking at this um, this history here, kind of the the whole Packer Bears uh, matchups. That's the Bears have scored 30 points or more against the Packers. I believe that is the only time in like I don't know. Looks like all the way back to 1993. They've had, they've done that once, and the Packers have done that many many times against the Bears. Sometimes even twice in the same season. So it's, it is incredible. And I also want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners, since we're talking about facts and Packer Bears history. Uh, Nick Marks is a loyal listener, and he wanted us to say for the record that Don Mikowski was behind the line of scrimmage in the 1989 game against the Chicago Bears, the instant replay game, where the Packers upset the Bears at Lambeau Field. So we wanted to clip, we wanted to get that out of the way, big A. So shout out to Nick for listening, by the way. Yes, shout out to Nick and shout out to all you listeners out there. In addition to Nick, uh, listening to Big A Sports Show, I really do appreciate all of the the listeners out there. Uh, that's the kind of the whole point of of having a sports podcast, and I have a big sports guy. I uh, love to talk sports, so um, thank you to all the listeners. The the podcast is is growing and it's it's got great listeners already on board and just looking to always build that 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 listenership um as far as um having more listeners i mean you you can't get enough listeners um listen to big a sports show and um just i guess let let anybody you know if you're if you're comfortable doing so know about it and if there's a there's somebody out there that that needs a sports podcast to listen to hey big a sports show uh, we're we're here for you, and uh, look looking always have that. So, I mean, it's available wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, the best way to do it is to subscribe, so that way, um, you, you know, whenever we we post an episode, um, that's that's how that's how you know. So, anyways, um, did want did want to get that little uh, podcast plug out of the way, but going back to the Packer Bears, this should be a good one Sunday night. Uh, you had ESPN's Adam Schefter as well as other sources um, within the NFL media coming out today saying Justin Fields, he's going to play. Uh, he didn't play. He's, he hasn't played for a while. He's had a ribs injury, but it sounds like he's good to go. So um, Matt LaFour kind of 
and I'm pref- and I'm uh, paraphrasing here, but he basically was talking about you know how kind of how he has to prepare for both, and the team has to prepare prepare for both quarterbacks because you know before we got this Fields news today, we didn't know who who was going to start, but it's going to be Fields. But I mean, like any coach, you're, you're going to prepare for anything. So I would assume that um, they they'll prepare prepare for Andy Dalton too in the event that let's say Andy Dalton gets gets switched into the game at quarterback or or you know heaven forbid a, 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 a injury happens to, to to like fields which you don't want to happen but injuries are part of the game so hopefully for fields sake he's able to stay in the field and, and continue to um, play because he's shown flashes already as a rookie out of Ohio State of brilliance obviously it's had some like any rookie quarterback some some hiccups here and there as far as mistakes but if you're a Bears fan, you got to like what you're seeing out of Justin Fields. He's a dual threat quarterback. He can throw it very effectively and run it as well. So you got to like where you're at there. I mean, yeah, it's been kind of a lost season. You're you're not as good as you want to be. Um, but they do have some 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 pieces as far as players on the team. Um, and, you know, they, they usually always have a good defense. And this year it's just been rough for them. Um, guys in and out of the lineup. But Packers, they can't look too far ahead, and I don't think that they will be looking too far ahead. They know the the importance, the magnitude of this rivalry, and they're going to go out there on Sunday Night Football, um, prime time under the lights, and give it their best shot. And hopefully, they can win by by a couple scores. That's 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 the thought um, th- that you want to do because you know you, you don't want it to be close, but I mean. That's why they say in sports that that's why the other players get paid too. So who knows? Maybe the Bears are going to come out on Sunday night and really, you know, come with with their best game and give the Packers all they can handle. So we'll have to see. Another thing that I do want to touch on is Jordan Love, um, unfortunately placed on the COVID nineteen list, so he's not going to be out there this week. Um, well, he he went to play necessarily anyways because Rodgers is, is going to play obviously he's their starter um no doubt but Jordan Love would have been their backup but he's out due to COVID-19 um reasons so Kurt Benkert um elevated from the practice squad and then I believe they they signed Danny Eitling I think his last name is um he, he's a he's, he's a quarterback out there uh they signed him to the practice squad too as well so and that that news all all coming from all the national media and, and the local media as well um, that everybody I'm sure has seen out there. So that is news as well. Devondre Campbell too. Um, he it looks like he's gonna play. I believe he thinks he. I think he's gonna be back in the building with with the team. Uh, I believe Friday. So hopefully they can get him back out there because he's kind of been their unsung. Not not talked about a whole lot he's kind of flown under the radar i mean within the local media they've talked about him but nationally he's kind of under the radar but he's made a big difference to that inside linebacker room for the packers it's been years with we've said as packer fans hey the packers need an inside linebacker they need they need a really effective inside linebacker and that's been a kind of a weak spot but devondre campbell's been a breath of fresh air he's done everything he can run with running backs out of the backfield he can he can basically do it all so he'll be somebody to get get out there and um yeah i mean this should be a good packers game um 
I'll touch on Packers offense and defense quickly. Packers offense, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna want to run the ball. Um, I know Aaron Nagler of Cheesehead TV. He's he's kind of wanted the Packers to to lean on the run with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, and I I totally agree with them. Um, I kind of follow Cheesehead TV as well, um, and Aaron Nagler and all the great great work they do. Um, but he's like, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, especially coming up on Sunday in the cold, um, frigid temperatures, you're going to want to be playing ball control against, you know, the bears. So run the ball, hopefully they run the ball, but I mean, you can't really fault them either if they, they throw it around the yard, because I mean, you got a first ballot hall of famer Aaron Rodgers too. So we'll have to see there. Um, Devante is obviously the leader at receiver. And then everybody else kind of falls, falls in the place from there. Um, and offensive line, it'll be interesting to see who's, who's out there offensive line-wise. Josh Myers, um, doesn't sound like he's going to be back quite yet, but he's I think he's able to practice, they said, um, this week. So hopefully he's able to get out there, back out there soon um, and, and have him out there. That, that would be really good um, for the offensive line. But no matter who's in or who's out, their offensive line has been able to play pretty well, all things considered. So hopefully they can continue that. Uh, coming up on Sunday, and yeah, that's kind of their offense. And then defensively, um, Jair's back. Jair's back. He's back practicing. Packers have a 21-day window, I believe, to uh, get him off the the to basically elevate him from IR. So um, he's he's back in the fold. So that's good. Um, we'll have to see if he's out there Sunday. Um, they might they might play. Play it uh, conservative, but it's good to have Jair back. They've they've done their best in his place. I mean, Rasul Douglas is is doing a nice job, um, and Kevin King. I mean, I know Packer fans aren't aren't huge on Kevin King for the most part, but he's he's done all right. I mean, I think I, I back going back to talking about Aaron Nagler and G Set TV. Nagler, I'm paraphrasing, but he's he's talking about how Kevin King acts actually hasn't been that bad uh he's he's been he's been all right for the most part so you got to give kevin king credit um i mean he's had some struggle spots but he also does show show some good uh play as well so that's that's what you're looking for out of him and then defensive line wise you got kenny clark he's gonna look to get, get after the quarterback and um in the rest of their defense as well so Mark, I kind of talked about the Packers' offense and defense. Kind of, what do you want to add to to this matchup? It's it's going to be cold, obviously. With, I mean, we have a winter storm uh, coming in. They're talking about, um, but I don't think it'll affect the game too much. But it's going to come early weekend, and then I would assume it's going to get even colder for for the game. So, yeah, I think it's. I think they said like. Uh low or high 20s low 30s for the game and like 10 mile an hour win so it shouldn't be too bad but yeah as far as the Packers on offense um they did just kind of going back to their last game against the Rams I thought they did pretty decent with um, I think Malifor had a good game plan there was a lot of quick passing um not as there's quick passing there was getting the ball out to in the backfield to Jones and Dylan. I think right now it's interesting because I think A.J. Dillon is the better back for the Packers right now. If Aaron Jones is not healthy, if he doesn't have the speed and the explosiveness, 
he, it's tough for him to run between the tackles and you know try to run over these huge offensive linemen, huge linebackers. Where, where he's really good at is when he's in space and you know making people miss and all that. And hopefully he's back to full strength. But AJ Dillon's been really good. Um, he's been uh, all he can ask for as far as second year guy and you know his first year of getting full time play. He's been really good. And something else too, like for the receivers, it's you know the really fortunate to have Devonta Adams because he's amazing. He can continually just owns people off the line of scrimmage. I would highly recommend people just try to watch him off the line of scrimmage. Sometimes, like defensive backs have no chance. They can try to press him. He'll he'll beat him and he'll go right past them down the field. Or they can try to give him a cushion and he'll still make a move and and get an easy slant or whatever it's it's amazing um but you know it seems like uh rogers and alan lazard haven't had as good a connection this year as the past few years uh randall cobb adam i don't know if uh randall cobb's gonna play this week i think he had a groin injury against the rams so yeah and i think he's also got a core they're calling it a core injury as well so i'm not sure if he's gonna be out there against the Bears, um, and we all know Randall Cobb's success against the Bears as well. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he's had some all-timers. Yeah. So, I don't know. If he, if he doesn't play, then, uh, you know, that's okay. I don't think they really need him this game. Um, I think something to keep in mind, Adam, and you probably noticed this too, uh, Equinemius St. Brown has had some nice plays the last few weeks. Um, yeah, but, and, and, and he's also – kind of gain that trust from Rodgers, which Rodgers, it's, it's tough. It's tough to get, to gain that, that continued trust from Rodgers. He's, he's a guy, un, understandably, he's, he's, you know, he's very, he, he wants to, he's got high standards. He wants, he wants, you know, himself, he's got high standards and everybody around him. And, you know, yeah. some, some players, they just have that trust that, that, that they get from Rodgers. Some not as much, and that's no discredit to them. It's just kind of how it how it goes. Um, but yeah, you, you talked about EQ uh, as they as they call him for short, uh, kind of his nickname. He's he's done well lately. Yeah, he's done good. So maybe look for him to get more involved. And then as far as uh, the uh, offensive line for the Packers, you know, Yoshinaiman has been pretty decent as far as a replacement tackle. I don't think they're going to get Bakhtiari back this week. Hopefully, eventually, before the playoffs, they eventually get him back. Um, but look out for Robert Quinn on the outside. Uh, Khalil Mack for the uh, Bears is out for the year. So he's their other good pass rusher. Um, and then Akeem Hicks is our best nose tackle. I don't think he's in a well, he might play, but um, if he doesn't, then that'll be a big help for the Packers running between the tackles. And then quickly on Packers, on the Packers' defensive side of the ball with Justin Fields, you know, try to contain him. He's going to try to run around and make plays with his legs, which is fine. Um, so the Packers just have to be disciplined, and I think they did a good job in the first matchup in Chicago doing that. And we'll see if Allen Robinson plays. He's obviously the number one best receiver, their go-to guy if he is in. Uh, probably Eric Stokes would be against him. Um, something a little bit concerning with the Packers on defense, they've been along some deep passes lately. Um, Big A, like you've probably seen against the Vikings and the Rams, they've had 
people have been getting deep touchdowns on him, so I'll look for the Bears to maybe try to throw it to uh, Darnell Mooney, his their speed speed server. Yeah, he's he's actually kind of quietly having a a solid year for them, Mooney. Yeah, yeah, he's having a good year, and then. Uh, David Montgomery, I, it seems like, unfortunately, he's always hurt. <laughs> right. But, but he was not there the first matchup, and I think he is, like, I think he's, like, questionable or something for this game. But he's he's decent. You know, he can make some things happen for him. But, yeah, I think, to summarize, Big A, I think we can both agree the Packers should win this game. Um pretty handily i don't know i think right now their Packers are favored by 12 points um i think they should be able to cover it hopefully they can the bears might hang around you know depending on if there's crazy stuff with turnovers and whatnot but i would say packers uh, i don't know 31 to 17 i think would be a good score yeah right right now the 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 favorite line as they call it is is it opened at 12 and a half. It's currently 12 and a half. So it stayed where it's at. Um, I would agree with you, Mark. I think it's going to be a Packers by at least two, two scores game, if not three. Um, I, I think that the Packers are going to win this pretty, pretty handily. Um, it would be great if they could just blow them out of the water, but I, I still think the bears are going to have some fight to them. They're going to keep it somewhat close. Um, early on, and the Packers will pull away. And you got to think also the Bears, they, they got they got a little bit to play for here as far as not record-wise or they're not going to make the playoffs or anything like that. But they, they got some guys that, you know, that they need their young guys and they kind of need to show this Bears organization, hey, you know, we, we have to showcase our skill set and, and show them what we got and not give up and, and play, you know, every game, you know, because you have to show them what you got. And um, I know Matt Nagy's been talked about. Is he in the hot seat? Is he not? Um, he's kind of coaching for his job. And, um, you know, I think you could comfortably say that. I mean, he's been well documented. You know, Matt Nagy, are they going to get rid of him? I've heard some things from national people about, oh, is, is he losing the locker room? Things like that. So there's definitely, I mean, the Bears have had a tough season, but in the sense that they do have some players that, hey, you know, you got to show, especially if they're like a player that's going to be a free agent or something like that coming up. Um, you have to show, obviously, the teams know your ability, but you also, there's there's other things to play for as well, in, in addition to, to playing for the win, I guess. And I think all you listeners out there can kind of kind of f- figure out what I'm getting at as well. So I think the Bears. Don't forget. Don't forget about Aaron Rodgers' comments from last uh, last time. Yes, uh, Aaron Rodgers saying, I still own you. We're not going to say his full quote because we don't want to have to wash our mouth all with soap and water right. after this. Right, right. Uh, but basically, just saying that he owns the Bears. And yeah, uh, he, I'm sure Matt Nagy, I, 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 we got a chuckle uh, out of this uh, when uh, the reporter asked Nagy about, you know, what if he's going to use the Rogers quote? And then Nagy said, "We're we're aware of it." Yeah. Meaning, yes, he is aware. That, and the Bears know. Rogers Rogers basically said, "I still own you." I mean, yeah, the, there was true. there was the, the, there was also a not not so nice word in there that we're not going to mention 
because as you said, we don't we don't want to be wiping our mouth, uh, washing our mouths out with soap and water, Mark. But uh, yeah, Rogers. I mean, he's not wrong. He he does own the Bears. It's, I mean, look at the look at the numbers. They they'll they'll tell you that that. But hey, if if you're a Bears player, that that's gotta that's gotta get under your skin. I mean, Rogers is is coming into your stadium and saying that, and you've had a tough year. There's in addition to everything else that that that's an added thing too for them to to play for as far as kind of telling them you know hey you know not so fast there I mean I think Rogers and the Packers are going to get the better end of it but there's oh, there's yeah. there's things to play for here for for both teams Packers they they got to basically win out um, we haven't even talked about they got they got to basically win out um, maybe maybe lose one game um, but I think. Their, their goal is to win out in order to get a one seed, and then you got to have uh, the Cardinals hopefully, um, for the Packers' sake, lose one as far as Packers got the head, head against the Cardinals and the, as the Packers went out, um, they, they would be the number one seed. So that's what Packer fans that everybody's hoping for. Um, but there will be other teams, including the Cardinals, that are going to play it out um, and try and, try and get as high of the seed as, as anybody, like, like any playoff contending team is going to do. So – Mark, you, you're kind of saying 31 and 17 Packers over the Bears. Um, I'll say 34 to 34 to 17. Um, I'll, I'll go three points higher than you. I'll say the Packers do extend it to three scores and win by three scores. Um, but I won't be surprised if it's like Mark says, two scores. Um, and who knows? Maybe, maybe the Bears are, are going to come out with with a big with a big start, and they they. Key for them, like like a key against any any team that faces Aaron Rodgers, is to do ball control. But the Packers' defense, in and of themselves, too, this year has have played really well, and they're still looking to get Jair Alexander back, Darius Smith back, um, and then there's one player as well. Mark might be able to help me out with um, the three key, key players that are coming back to their defense, um, but their defense is playing really really solid. And um, would you say you said? Alexander, Alexander, Zadarius Smith, and oh, I think uh, it Bakhtiari. Um, well, uh, Bakhtiari is not defense, but he's he's one of the well, the, you know, the they're prominent players. Uh, Bakhtiari, I think Bakhtiari could give him a good. I think he could be a good defensive tackle if they need him in a pinch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, any big age? We have any time left to quickly talk about the college? Yes, football yes. We we got a few minutes left. Um, about, about three minutes or so to talk about the college football playoff. Um, you got Alabama at one, uh, Michigan at two, three, Georgia, four, Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati's been wanting to get into the college football playoff and. They deserve it. They they went undefeated this year, um, and then Michigan won the Big Ten. Good matchup, I say. I say quickly, Big Al. I'll I'll say what I think. Then you want to close this out here. Um, I think Alabama Cincinnati should be a good matchup. Remember, Alabama has their defense is not as good as as they usually are. So I think Cincinnati can put up some points. Uh, it's going to be tough to stop Alabama's offense. I think Alabama will win. Uh, the matchup I'm really excited to see is Georgia and Michigan because Georgia, they have great defense. Michigan, we've seen what they've done running the ball recently. Harbaugh and Harbaugh versus Kirby Smart, a great matchup. I would love to see, just for some difference, we're not getting an all-SEC title game. I'd love to see um, maybe Alabama, Michigan, and then who knows what, what will happen from there. But 
um, yeah, there hasn't been a team besides Ohio State that has won the national championship for the Big Ten in like almost two or three decades. So that would be cool. But what do you think, Big A? Yeah, uh, I think, you know, Alabama, as much as, you know, everybody who doesn't like Alabama, myself included, I'm kind of sick of, you know, I'm just, I guess I'm just sick of Nick Saban and his success, but you got to tip your hat to him. I mean, he's, he's a really good coach. One of the best coaches ever for college football and one of the best coaches, basically, you know, you could go in, in all sports and kind of go however you want to rank all the, all the coaches all the time. He's one of the best. So you got to give him credit. He, he knows what he's doing. Um, and he, he, he kind of does, you know, go, goes to his strengths with recruiting and, and, and coaching players and everything else. So they, they beat Georgia and they beat Georgia in, in the conference title game. So they deserve to be in the playoff. Um, and Georgia as well. Um, they were, they were the higher ranked than Alabama and then Alabama beat them, but Georgia, um, still very good. Uh, Bryce young is, is unbelievable for Alabama. The quarterback, uh, dual threat quarterback can throw it really well. can use his legs as well when he needs to. So that should be an intriguing one. Obviously, Saban versus Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart, I believe, used to be Saban's assistant. So um, you got the whole Saban versus his old assistants uh, as well there. Um, and then Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, they 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 got Luke Fickle. He's doing well as as well. Um, in in Michigan, John Har- or uh, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I mentioned his his brother John, who's the Ravens coach. But Jim Harbaugh uh, doing a nice job there, and also overcoming some some criticism in the past years as far as some fans being mad at him and some some adversity there. And now he's in he's in the college football playoffs, so you got to give him credit there as well. So should be fun. We will probably have another edition of Big A Sports Show talking more about it. But thank you all you listeners out there for tuning in. Thank you, Mark, as well. And go pack, go, and we'll see you on Sunday. Thank you. <laughs>